0: You're listening to Fly By Night, a podcast by FedEx pilots for FedEx pilots, brought to you by the FedEx Master Executive Council of the Airline Pilots Association. And now, here's your host, MEC Communications Chair, Captain Chris Lee.
1: My guests today are Negotiating Committee Chair, Captain Pat May, Negotiating Committee Member, Captain Mike West Colonies, and Senior Labor Relations Counsel, Terry McTighe. Thanks for coming. In this episode of our TA Podcast Series, we're focusing on Section 21, System Board of Adjustment. Pat, can you talk to the pilots a little bit about that?
0: Yeah, Chris, thanks. Uh, as you mentioned, uh, we're going to talk about Section 21, the System Board of Adjustment, when the pilots view the opener. That's what they see. And Under the opener, the goal was to improve the system board process to ensure timely access to the system board and appropriate use of system board resources. This one is fairly unique compared to the other sections that ALPA identified Uh, Through pilot surveys, this one actually came in from more of an organizational standpoint. And a very important piece for the pilots is the interaction when they go through this process. Um, It's not one normally that would be highlighted in the survey, but it's extremely important when a pilot's involved in this process. So I think that's how this one really came to light with support of the staff and then really um, narrowed down the focus of what we needed to address here. And as uh, Mike and Terry will discuss with you, You know, the format or the form in which it actually produced an agreement wasn't necessarily in Section 21, but the standalone document, letter of agreement, or what we refer to as LOA, which you'll see um, in in the current CBA, there's a number of LOAs in the back, and this is how uh, this LOA
1: would exist. Terry, can you talk to the pilots about why mediation is important in this section?
2: Sure, Chris. You know, this is another dispute resolution tool. Right now, we have the arbitration process, and we have direct discussions with the company to resolve disputes. This tool would involve the presence of a trained mediator that should enable the parties to safely express things which they otherwise might not be willing or able to say to each other in direct discussions. It's a fairly common tool. Our program was modeled after another ALPA carriers mediation program. That Carrier reported successful use of their program when we asked them about their experience.
1: Can you talk some about the process that was created here?
2: Sure. We created a process that would involve three mediation conferences per year, two days per conference, two cases per day, and a total of six cases per year
1: per party. Will every grievance be mediated? Yeah, no, I don't think so, Chris. The process was designed to be selective such that uh, only cases that either we or the company believe that would benefit from mediation and possibly be settled would be selected. Do you see this taking the place of arbitration? No, this will be additive to arbitration, though it will get us an opportunity to look at these mediators as potential arbitrators in the future. Well, since you mentioned the mediators, who's going to act as the mediators?
2: Chris, these would be trained mediators jointly selected by the parties. Uh, Currently, we jointly select arbitrators in the same fashion that we would select these folks.
1: Will these mediators decide the cases?
2: No, Chris. That would be arbitration, which is obviously a different and distinct process. Mediators facilitate discussions to help the parties achieve settlements. Depending on the mediator, they may offer privately offer perspectives on the matter at hand, but they do not have decisional authority. If a mediation turns out to be unsuccessful, normal processes remain in place, namely being arbitration,
1: which could follow a mediation. Any final thoughts on Section 21, System Board of Adjustment?
0: So from a pilot standpoint, what's important to them? Why is this uh, impactful for them? And I think what it does is it gives another tool for our representation department, contract enforcement, grievance to, to utilize, to come to some quicker information that they didn't ordinarily have at their fingertips to begin with. This gives another avenue to bounce things off of uh, neutral, if you would, and get feedback on that case. So, um, and it does it in a more expedited fashion than the current process.
2: Yeah, I, I would just add, this is strictly additive. We are not diminishing the existing dispute resolution capacities that we have. But we have seen, from our experience, cases where if we had the environment that I think will be provided by this program, uh, if we had that environment, we probably could have gotten those cases resolved short of arbitration or even short of scheduling an arbitration. And that's why we developed this. We'd really like to keep our arbitration settings for cases that need to go there.
0: And the last piece of this is, um, because this is new language for us, um, it is not untested. Uh, Terry mentioned it's in place at another airline. Uh, We did add language in here, which is an ongoing implementation measure which we've applied in other areas of the contract, you you know, namely the FDA, LOA, things like that. But this OIM provision will allow us to update and adapt as necessary as we learn from this experience. Um, There's going to be takeaways for both the company and ALPA, and I think uh, we can continually improve on the process that we're setting out now.
1: And one last thing, perhaps just a reminder to the listeners that this uh, new addition, this new process is not applicable to disciplinary cases. This is strictly for non-disciplinary cases. Thanks for coming, and thanks for listening to this episode of our TA podcast series on Section 21, System Board of Adjustment. Throughout this process, you can get the most factual information at our TA website, fdxta.com. There you will find the actual TA document, TA highlights, TA frequently asked questions, videos, these podcasts, and other information. Once again, thanks for listening. And as always, be safe out there and we'll see you next time.